Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. This episode is part of a very special series I have curated for you. Your level of emotional intelligence is one of the most significant contributors to your success in life, however you choose to define success for you. In my emotional intelligence workshops, I use the EQI 2.0 model to help professionals and leaders assess how they are doing in self-perception, self-expression, interpersonal relationships, decision-making, and stress management, the main areas of the model. The model contains 15 competencies grouped into each of the areas I just mentioned. You can learn more about the model at mhs.com. So what is so special about this series? Each episode is a deep dive into a competency from the model with an expert who provides you with strategies for improving your emotional intelligence. In this episode, Heil Rutledge discusses the successful use of emotions during the problem-solving process. Heil is president and principal consultant of OKA and is an experienced organizational development consultant, trainer, executive coach, author, and public speaker with a background in management, sales, adult education, and leadership development. Welcome, Heil. Thank you for joining us again. Hey, Chris. It's great to be back. I I love this topic. I'm glad we're carving out some time to talk about it. Now, just in case uh, some of the listeners didn't hear your first Um, episode on self-actualization. Before we get into problem solving, can you share a little bit about your background? Sure. uh, My name is Heil Rutledge. I'm the president and principal consultant of OKA, Otto Krager Associates. We were founded in 1977. We are in Fairfax, Virginia, just outside of Washington, D.C., and our, our specialty as a, as a training, coaching, and consulting provider is, is leadership and team development, helping leaders and teams to work, work more effectively, work uh, um, more creatively, and, the, um, and we use a lot of tools in our work. About 75% probably of our work is done around different psychological tools. In the last 10 years or so, we've become uh, developed a real deep reputation for uh, emotional intelligence and and the EQI, and so that's uh, uh, how you and I got connected. And uh, I'm, I really will take any chance I can to talk about uh, uh, emotional intelligence. And this, our topic today, problem solving, is is um, is probably the most misunderstood of of all the fifteen or sixteen elements. And so I was uh, really glad that uh, we could carve out some time to shine some light on what can be murky in this model. I love it. I love that you're speaking to us about this particular topic, because oftentimes in the classroom, I'll get, wait a minute, I'm an amazing problem solver. Why is my score lower? So in regards to emotional intelligence, what is this problem solving? Well, and that is the, um, uh, and it has an interesting history. This is trivia, but in an earlier version of the EQI, the original version, um, it really looked at problem solving just as as just that. Are you a good problem solver? Are you analytical? Do you have? And it was an interesting measure of analytical problem solving skills. It just had nothing to do with emotional intelligence. So it really <laughs> was an apple and a bag full of oranges. And so the uh, when this was revised and really significantly improved back uh, uh, about uh, 
15 years ago, it actually uh, became what we know now as problem solving. And that's really looking at your ability, your tendency to engage the human side of the problems that you face. Um, and so the, uh, the, the, the human side, the emotional side, the relational side of the problems that you're in. So, uh, he, here we've got this, I've got this issue. I've got this news. I've got this problem, uh, with Chris. And I, and when I, when I tell you, you're going to be upset about it, you're going to be angry or you're going to be hurt or you're going to be both. And you're going to kind of, then I'm going to be upset. And, uh, uh, the, and so all of that is likely true. Uh, they are may well be true. And so problem solving is my ability to understand that and lean into the problem anyway, not because of it. So it's not that, oh, no, I love conflict I, or I, I love um, a, a, a social and interpersonal disruption I, or I'm even really good at dealing with it. That's not what problem solving is. Problem solving is uh, being able, open and knowing about leaning into that uh, in, despite all the difficulty. Um, so in essence, what we're talking about is about engaging human conflict. Um, because if you're low in problem solving, what that means is I, I obfuscate, I delay, I candy coat, I, I uh, am going to procrastinate. I, cause I, you're going to so freak out when I tell you this and, and I'm not quite sure how to put it. So I don't. And then, and so it's, it's some version of conflict avoidance on the low side of problem solving. Um, and you can be the best engineer in the world with the greatest analysis skills, but still have no real capacity or willingness to deal with the human side of the problems that are around you. Um, so that's problem solving. Yeah. Well, well and that's a, what a great picture of the person that, who may be not using that <laughs> skill very well. So how can we improve on that? Because I know in a lot of my classes, the, the top thing is conflict avoidance. <laughs> so how can we, can we work on this? Well, so what I see with um, uh, when we talked about our last uh, topic, self actualization, a while back, we um, what came up? It was it was hard for us to talk about, and by us is code for me. But it was uh, without bringing in all these other elements into the conversation. Well, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, the same thing is going to happen here because I really see problem solving as, in many ways, it's kind of an advanced element because. If I'm going to engage problem solving, I'm really using most of, if not all the other elements at, at the same time in a nice cocktail, in a nice balanced way. And so, uh, so how do you do it is, is you use the other pieces of, of emotional intelligence. So for instance, um, part of, and I'm not going to go down the whole list, but, um, but that part of my having a, um, uh, an approach to problem solving means that I, I need to be in touch with what I want. The, the, that, that there's something that I want out of this out of this problem. I have a point of view. I, I want that. So I, I need to know what that is. And I need to uh, be attached to that. In addition to, it's really helpful to have some process through conflict. How am I going to tell Chris this? Uh, what you going to say? What am I going to say? What's, what could be some tools or, or a process forward that we could engage? So I need some roadmap or at least some potential paths to take. That's self-actualization. So I need to have self-actualization to actually help guide me through. There's a destination here. Um, now, emotional self-awareness is going to be key. Um, and that is that 
part of of this problem uh, is going to be um, my being very aware of I'm really anxious when I talk about that, and the um, and she's going to be upset when if when um, I I'm fine with our being sad and and emotional, but when she gets mad, when she starts uh, get, when you know when Chris starts getting that face and then her ear gets red, and I can, I'm <laughs> I'm in trouble. And the uh, or maybe it's something else. But what is it that I'm fine with this, but that's hard? Or um, or if she brings up this topic, I just zing sends me you know like biting down on tinfoil. It's like okay, now you've done it, uh, and yeah, and so what are those triggers? Uh, because this is a minefield. Conflict is or can be a minefield of sorts. And, and, and so emotional self-awareness is what enables you to navigate that minefield and understand yourself within it. Um, likewise, and, and like I said, just to name a few more, but empathy is part of that. All that sensitivity that I just talked about in terms of myself and my knowing myself, well, I've got to have that same stuff with you, um, which means the uh, uh, that when I say that, to notice that furrow in your brow and and uh, how you've leaned forward or leaned back, and uh, and that you suddenly got really animated when you were talking about topic X in a way that you didn't before, and so that's there's a lot of energy around that. So what's what's going on with you? And um, and I don't need to magically know. I just need to care about it. So it's like, you're speaking differently about that. What is that about? Could you say more about that and what you feel about it? I mean, it's not like I need to magically know since where you are, ask you and then be quiet and listen to what you answer. Um, and so there's a, a, a beautiful balance, and this will be the last one I pick, but just as another example of between interpersonal relationships and independence. Dependence is what I want what I believe, what I value, my perspective. Um, and I need to be able to hold that and talk about it. That's independence and assertiveness. So hold it and say it. But at the same time, I, I need to make space for you. And this is a safe space for you to disagree. I really am interested in what's going on with you. That's empathy. But it's also, I care about you and I care that you feel like you've been heard. Um, and so that's interpersonal relationships and empathy. And those things, back to this kind of spider web idea where all of these uh, independent elements are kind of holding each other in tension, problem solving means that I am going to pluck those strands and uh and and hold them in tension and so a few minutes ago when you asked what was a should have been a simple question in terms of so how do you work on problems how no, do you get better great. at it <laughs> that's it, it's all of those things it's like a it's like okay here's my toolkit that I open up and here's a hammer and here's a screwdriver and here's a pliers. And it's, it's being able to use all of those. Uh, and the, um, and when I'm working on, on, uh, with, with John and, uh, on his problem solving, it may well be assertiveness that he needs, that he just has trouble holding his own and speaking up and making his voice heard and making his voice clear. He's plenty sensitive. It's the assertiveness that he needs for problem solving. Um, the, um, whereas when I'm working with Keisha, it turns out she's, she's fine with assertiveness and having her voice. Maybe what she needs to work on maybe is, is, uh, is care and hearing the other person, making the other person feel heard. It's more of the, the empathy piece of, of that. Um, and the, um, and so it's the, we all might have the same toolkit, but we don't have the same relationship with those tools. How do you get better at problem solving? It's all of those tools. That's what makes this a more advanced element, a more complex element than the other 14, I think. Nice. And I love it. And it's also part of 
Well, I love the the individual element, right? The self-awareness and being able to one manage if you if you're a little too assertive or, you know, um be more assertive if you need to and then the knowledge of other essentially of you know, what where are they at? What are they feeling? And and just asking so we're not making a lot of assumptions in our head if yeah. we if we notice something. So it's it I love the balance, the intricacy there. And that's and and that's that's true. I think with any of these emotional intelligence elements, that I, that I think that comes in and that becomes an important piece of it. Asterisk, and I think it's more important on this one than the others, just because this um, I can't access this without all the others. Uh, the um, uh, that there's um, uh, that this this requires balance of the other tools. Uh, and so the development means, well, we've got to make sure our assertiveness is developed. We have to make sure our self-actualization is developed, that our flexibility, that our, that, I mean, all those things need to be on and actively in tension. Um, and I mean, tension in a good way. They're kind of holding each other in check for us to be able to sit in this space because the engaging conflict is one of the, in fact, I would argue, uh, we go outside of emotional intelligence to say this, but I think just as somebody who does a lot of leadership and team development, the conflict is the most important workplace skill, actually yes. not just workplace, but even in our homes. <laughs> yeah, and whole life. But, yeah. Uh, but the, uh, one of our, the most important skills that we need that we tend not to have. Now you might have it, but just in, but in general, it's the thing that is most needed that people most need to work on. If I yeah. boil it down, feedback is a, is close in there and they're cousins, I think, but the, uh, but that's, um, but it's, it's a critical skill and that's where it lives on the EQ wheel, if you will, problem solving. Yeah. Now, would you also say it's, uh, maybe for, to simplify a little bit, um, a balance of head and heart? Maybe it, it is, and so one of the ways. So as as long as we're simplifying, you 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 built the door. Let me walk through <laughs> Go it. Go for it. <laughs> that, that the the idea of head and heart intention. Uh, yes, uh, in EQ terms, where does the balance of head and heart live? I'd say that's the balance of um, independence and interpersonal relationship, um, and some of that is the balance of me and you. Um, uh, the, uh, and so the, uh, the independence is me alone, um, uh, in a personal relationship is me with you. Um, and so that, um, head and heart that, um, the Myers, I mean, um, the, That's what uh, I was EQI doesn't doesn't need to overlap with the Myers Briggs. Uh, the Myers Briggs is a cognitive model and this is a behavioral model, but it, just so happens that that Myers-Briggs uh, and the uh, behaviors we attach to different Myers-Briggs types are are also found in these behaviors. And, and, and so that the tension between T and F, thinking, feeling, when I'm talking about problem solving in, in life is a, there's a, an objective versus subjective, just as there's a, an expressive versus containment. Um, and, and then the uh, energy and all those things need to be wrapped here. And so, so it's interpersonal relationship and an independence, but that's the same that assertiveness and emotional expression are about expressivity and impulse control is about locking that down and, and holding back. That needs to be, uh, activated here. Um, the first six elements in the Meyer, I mean, I'm sorry, in the EQI, but self-regard, self-actualization, emotional self-awareness, and then emotional expression, assertiveness, and independence. Those 
first six have to do with me. And then the next three, interpersonal relationships, empathy, and social responsibility has to do with you. And so it's me versus you. So it's head and heart. It's me versus you. It's alone versus with. It's uh, it's containment versus uh, expression. That's a lot of stuff I just said. <laughs> all of those are, if if you look at the the uh, emotional intelligence wheel, all of those things are represented there. And so, problem solving is when you pull all of it together and make it work for you as your companion during conflict. I love it. All right. So now, what about if we're overusing this strength? And so that's an interesting thought, uh, and I don't see a lot of people doing it. So that which yeah. doesn't mean it's not important. Small percentage but of, of the <laughs> ones that are that are overdone. Um, this is not one that I see overdone a lot. But when it is, what's that is the the case that somebody that is so oriented towards conflict and the engagement of conflict that they can be. Um, that they can insert themselves into conflicts that aren't theirs and they can see conflict that isn't real. So anything mm. that even you know, uh, smells like a conflict, they'll jump in <laughs> and attach themselves to it. And this might have been something that you were going to deal with with John over there, but it doesn't have anything to do with me. But man, are my fingerprints all over it now. I mean, the, uh, uh, and, the, um, and so when you are over-engaged in problem solving, that's that's what that is. Uh, sometimes, not often, but sometimes um, the, the best thing to do in a conflict that arises in your life is avoid it. Um, and people who are hyper-vigilant on that, that are over-attached to problem solving, avoidance is not even an option. It's not even th- anything. And so, they, um, and so at times, uh, th- knowing that this isn't for me. This isn't my fight. Time itself is going to solve this, uh, uh, and 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 so so those are the dangers of of, of uh, uh, too much problem solving. But that wasn't your question. Your question is so how do you deal with that? And the uh, and so because um, if if I'm not if I've so if I'm over attached to conflict, what I am. Um, what I'm doing is underplaying one of these tensions within. So one of the ways that I can, uh, I can be overly sensitive. Uh, so my hyper conflict awareness is that I'm, I'm really being overly empathic. And, and so I'm, I'm living so much in your experience that I'm, and I'm, and I'm where you're going to think this and you're going to think this and that's it. And so part of that might be that, um, one of the things that could help me is to have a little more self-regard, have a little more independence and realize that well, this isn't my, this isn't my problem. I'm really sorry for Chris as she's dealing with this, but this is not my problem. Uh, the, uh, and in fact, I'm, there's a selfishness to my jumping in and assuming that it would be or should be. Um, the, uh, and so one of the ways of, of overdoing it, look for an imbalance in there and what's the thing that uh, that I that's not pulling its weight uh and that's what I need more of and sometimes it's uh it's that I jump in and I just try to control a bit too much my voice is too loud I'm a bit of a bully that's not my intent but that's that's how it's coming across and I'm going to manage the situation and um and so that's just the opposite of that a little more openness a little more sensitivity a little more care a little more curiosity would really benefit um and so it um if things are overdone i think that's an indication that there's an imbalance there uh, and it's what needs to it's it's never about turning down the one that's too strong it's about turning up 
the one that's not pulling its weight. That's what, that's how to fix those imbalances. I love it. Oh, thank you. So before we get to your final piece of advice on this topic, tell us a little bit about OKA. Uh, that uh, OKA is a um, uh, is a firm that does a lot of work with intact work teams and with leadership um, around team development about how to make your group or your system your uh, more uh, more effective um, more cohesive and so a lot of that work over the years has been around conflict and we actually have a number of different approaches to conflict um, and um, nearly every tool uh, we have a dozen or so active tools and frameworks that we use and um, and while uh, emotional intelligences are um, most commonly known one and most popular one these days we've got lots of them and they uh, so there are lots of different ways of getting into conflict um, and um, and that's and it's it never sounds fun hey come let's say hey let's, let's, let's do some conflict work <laughs> had said no one ever uh, and so, but the uh, but that you have different models different tools different ways to ease into the pool um, and as opposed to just getting thrown in in the deep end uh, is um I, I think is important. And so if, if conflict is something that interests you or that you, whether it interests you or not, whether you know that you, your team or group might need it, um, come ch uh, check us out. I would love to talk with you about some different things that might help empower you and your colleagues in dealing with conflict. Excellent. And we will put the web address in their episode description. <laughs> so what is your final piece of advice on problem solving? That one of the things that, uh, when it comes down to uh, problem solving, that I think the um, uh, having um, understanding your own fear. We talked about the tension between self and other, uh, between independence and an interpersonal relationship, and that's a big one. That the uh, that it, it, people who are effective in conflict um, are. Uh, can manage me versus you and flow back. Uh, and, and so it's, it's understanding both sides of that and, and dealing with that. Well, in fact, when you, when you take a look at the probably the primary, the foundational tool in conflict uh, is, is Thomas and Kilman, uh, the uh, TKI, the Thomas Kilman conflict mode instrument. And, and the two in, in that X and Y axis tool, it's assertiveness and cooperativeness. Well, you can see directly how that relates to emotional intelligence, that it's, it's about having your voice and using it while being sensitive to and curious about the voice of the other and the safety that the person has to come out and share that. And it's balancing that tension. It's not this or that, it's this while that. Um, and so we said that before. And the... Um, and so learning how to manage that and, and work on that is important. So we're working conflict, but you're working the assertiveness end and I'm working the, the cooperativeness end. And, and that's the, um, and so that's very important, but underpinning all of that. And one thing that, I, that a lot of people uh, don't do is that a real unsung hero is something that is not much done within emotional intelligence, not a lot of emphasis put on it, is emotional self-awareness. And so the advice I would give to anybody that's interested, not just in problem solving, but in conflict, mothership conflict work, um, is the importance of knowing myself in terms of why don't I like this? Why am I afraid of it? Why am I so irritated at what she's saying, at what he is saying? What, I mean, that if, if I'm not in touch with my own closet, 
and I, what's in there and what those things, how those things are impacting me, I am not going to be very good. Uh, I'm never going to be any more than just average in conflict. And so really doing problem solving work means, and it's not obvious when you look at the EQ model that how, the connection back to emotional self-awareness, but that really is the foundation. I need to keep my stuff cinched up in one sack. And I don't mean hidden away from you. I mean, I need to have some sense of what's going on in there. And that, uh, and so good problem solving work is requires a foundation of emotional self-awareness. I love it. Well, self-awareness is like the key to everything, I think. Thank you so much for joining us today, Heil. You bet. Thank you. To learn more about Heil, visit his website at OKA dash online.com. Have you ever been trapped by aliens in a military bunker, locked in a coffin, or had to save humanity from an outbreak of the zombie virus? The Escape Leads have. Learn about how to have fun while developing yourself at escapeleads.com. That's escape, L-E-T-E-S dot com.